that's like a Chicago thing. What, my skull cap? Yeah, guys do that like in the summertime. They wear like a wool hat on their head. And my old singer said, I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's wearing like t-shirt shorts and a wool hat. Uh, <laughs> like, look, so always what, keep what the head it? warm. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a running coach. Well, he wasn't really my coach. He was the high school coach, but he was like, I think there's been a movie made about him. He's about him wearing hats. In the no, it's summertime. called the Green, It's called the Green Mile, and his name was Joe Newton, and uh, um, or the Long Green Line. Or so the Green Mile is is a Stephen King. Yeah, it's a Long <laughs> Green Line, I think. I don't know. So anyway, it's the, a movie uh, with Tom Hanks, isn't it? There's another one, but it's a it's a small little documentary. But um, he would wear the skull cap. He would stand out there in July, skull cap, <laughs> full jacket. No, but he wore long pants and everything, and he's standing there. You know, marine style, not sweating. Cool. Well, he was like razor thin. He was like you know five foot five, razor thin. Hold on, and then there's all these you know skinny, skinny kids running by in their gym shorts, and they're not gym. They're actually on track. He didn't teach gym, uh, but he's like standing there and he's like screaming at him, swearing at him. <laughs> old school. You know what I mean? Old, old school, school. Old school style, and and he's beloved. By, I mean, he he spoke every year. He spoke in an you know like the gymnasium or the auditorium. You know what I mean. He spoke to classes out. You know he was a real motivational guy. Like you're only using ten percent of your brain. That sort of theory stuff. Although now through neurological studies, they're not sure that that's entirely true. But um, but it was motivating nonetheless. And so he was the kind of guy that would wear that skull cap. So there's two things there. One but is this what you wanted to talk about? You talked about the skull cap. I just don't want to get us too far what you no, want to talk no, about. No, but again, okay. I'm totally, I ask questions. I have a will to know. There's my will to know. Some of you are like, why do you care? I'm just curious. No. I'm I just want to know. And I someone, just didn't want us to get too far afield. Go I ahead. I got it. So if someone says, question caller? so if someone's, someone says like, oh, well, I'm wearing this hat inside where it's warm. It's at for 70 degrees with this hat on because I'm freezing all the time and you lose all your heat through your head. Right. I'd be like, oh. And maybe she wear some gloves also and some really right. warm socks. But or maybe it's just a habit. Maybe it's just ah, a habit where right. you're like, you're like, no, I like wearing it. Or it makes me feel, yeah. or for guys who don't, who are losing their hair, you know, it's, no, it's I'm an alternative. Young, I'm but even young people. It's an alternative to wearing I'm a baseball cap. I'm talking about young people. Well, that's fine. Just saying. I'm right. just curious. So what was your, uh, no, hold on. Now go back to your, what was your coach's name? Joe Newton. Joe Newton. And the, what's the documentary called? It's something green. Green, green line. Green. I'm going to try I'm going to watch green this. line. I don't know. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Is he still alive? I don't know. I have no idea. Do you think they buried him? I was more of a football guy. they buried him with I was more of a football guy, but I respected him. Do you think they buried him? Do you think they buried him with his hat on? Uh, I don't and know. His, and his, his tracksuit? My guess is no. But here's what's interesting. He's a beloved guy. And you're like, oh, he's a square at everybody. Because the intent was, I care. Right? I. He's a motive. You said he's a motivational guy, but he's that old school guy where you know he's yelling and cussing from the sidelines but before we give fuel to people who are abusive let's be careful here well i well no 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 <laughs> right. no, no but what i'm saying but i just said it the intent All right so maybe the how he was saying it some people would bristle and be like well that's inappropriate these days but i'll be honest with you I it would be just, today it would be arrestable <laughs> no i know but but you know what's funny and here's the problem with that though yeah we've we're so hung up on formalities and the words that we're using like, well, right. words can really hurt yet at the same time we're not hung up on words go ahead we say things like oh well words can really hurt 
Well, you're, what you're, the intent of the word is what hurts. So if, you know, someone's, I've had people that look really nice in my life that are saying super things with a smile and they're stabbing you in the back and doing horrendous things. Can you give an example of an anonymous example? I, I don't know if I can, but like, you know, you know, where, okay, I will give you one. My brother, my yeah. brother stole thousands of dollars from my band when we were working. He actually helped out for a couple of years. Oh. And I, I don't know what's happening here. And he's smiling and he's being, he's like, I, I have to look into this. We well, you know what was happening? You were stealing. That's what was happening. Wow. Then I've had people that are rough around the edges in my life, like F-bombing all the time, or they'll say something that you're like, oh, I don't know. Really. But then the, they would, they actually have a will to connect, to know, and to serve. Right. And again, so someone will, and the problem with this is, and this will get to where, what we're gonna talk about, with our processing of the, in, we're not processing the information, we're reacting to the, the dressing. Because it looks good, because we're not going deeper. We're not looking deeper. We we have a buzzword because someone said something that came off a little whatever that attacked or offended us, but we're not. But we're saying like, okay, maybe they didn't have. Well, it's like we can't get over it. It's yeah, but, like that because hold it on, even that becomes a screen. No, 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 no. But that becomes an emotional screen for us. Whereas in the old days, there was no... So in other words, oh, yes, what yes. I'm saying is in the old days, it was like, well, he's just the old guy or he's, well, he's the coach and that's what... And that allowed, no, 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 that allowed he, his no. intent to come through. Correct. But I also had coaches that did that and their intent was not. Their intent was to conquer. But either direct. way... But, but, either you knew, way, but you knew the difference though. Either way, you, there wasn't this emotional screen because there were a lot of people that were doing it. People with good intent and people with bad intent. And you could tell the but difference. But there wasn't this emotional screen. Can I say that though? You could tell the difference. In the But the way right. you could tell the difference is because you didn't have an emotional screen stopping you right away. Oh, I get it. You okay. could process and you could be like, God, this guy, you know, the coach is always dressed up bombs. He's always criticizing me. He's now attacking my family or he's now whatever. Okay, bad intent. But on the other hand, okay, this coach, he's dropping F-bombs, but he's dropping F-bombs at everybody. He's pissed. We did let him down. We didn't practice, or we didn't give our all, or we didn't even give close to our all, right? But then he pulls me aside and says, hey, what's going on, man? If you need to talk, I'm here for you. Right? Then right. that's a uh, Maybe. Okay, that's like going a little far for a guy like the, the guy that I knew, but he would be like- No, my guy hey. did. My well, that's guy fine, did. but my guy would be more like, hey- so what's up, or not what's up, but what's going on? Not like, hey, what's going on, buddy? Can we talk? <laughs> he was, it was more like, son, how you doing? Everything okay at home? You know, that sort of thing. And it was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, my brother's really whatever. My sister's really whatever. My, well, you know, I had sibling problems, but it was one of those things. And you know what? They kind of worked themselves out. Right. That's very different. But I think today people are expecting. So how are you doing? The dressing. Oh. They want the they want the wrapping paper. Oh, they don't care what's inside the present. They want the wrapping. paper. Right. And I actually it's funny because when I um, we have a friend, I, I can't give away too much, but he is a position of authority in a school system. And he's um, it's so over the top. It's comical but it's funny, you know? So if a kid brought 
a weapon to school <laughs> and he gets busted with it. He's like, Hey buddy. He's sitting this, <laughs> Hey buddy. And the kid's crying. Now the police are going to be coming the whole thing. You know, now it's over, you know, the whole thing. He's like, Hey buddy. He goes, listen, there's a couple ways you could look at this, but the best news is, is that you're going to have a lot of time in jail <laughs> to really think about this and really reflect on what you did and whether it was right or wrong. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, that is the most preposterous thing I think I've ever heard. But then at the same time, I was like, I know the position he's in, in the sense that he's got a, first of all, he's probably scared of the kid a little bit. <laughs> you think? Right. Kid for a weapon? Like, right. And yo, second of all- I'm gonna cap you, man. <laughs> you guys all, like, uh. So he's probably a little afraid of the kid. He doesn't want retribution, but at the same time, he's trying to figure out a way to make a soft landing. And so he's trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, is is there a soft landing for prison? So his intent, <laughs> I don't know that it was prison, prison soft it would landing. Like local jail. I think, I think we got a no. another novel, right. soft landings for prison. <laughs> there is no, but no, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that was kind of the window dressing, I guess, to some degree, but it was done for a way dude, i think some of these dude, people are doing dude. this stuff to protect themselves you get, too. You get, they have a workout yard they've got you get three meals right, right. and you, you're gonna make a lot of it's the friends. best part you don't you have make to, a lot of new oh, friends he was totally the kind of guy that would do that he's the kind of guy that would do that he'd be like he'd be like and the best part is is that you don't have to wash your own clothes no no and get, they give you clothes you know what they have there too right clubs right they've got different clubs for you you could join oh and there's a tattooist a tattooer on duty right oh and he does it with a a, a knife <laughs> so, so what it, but what did you want to talk about? You, you started off no, saying, no, but that's, hold on. That's, that is a major problem that we have this, this idea that we're, we're no longer looking into the actual gift. We're just looking at the wrapping in the minute or, or we, we get offended. We have this knee jerk reaction where we stop processing someone's intent and also what's happening with them. We don't take any, we, because nobody, nobody's taking the time on both sides. And this but has- Can I say, do you, do you understand, I mean, at some level, how this kind of evolved? It's not just because of technology. It's because, I mean- if well, you, I'm not if, blaming technology. Well, but if you talk about, te if you talk about, um, if you go back to psychologists, they'll tell you that, you know, people, when they go to meet somebody face-to-face -face, within the first- you know, less than 30 seconds, they've already made up their mind based on the person's body language and facial gestures and everything like that, whether they find them to be appealing or not, and also whether they're going to accept their messaging. Which is the phrase, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Right, exactly. Right. But so I think we've amped that up now. You think? In, this, in, the, in the tradition of evolution. And I think now it's like, you know, we've taken that and so let's just say, let's give, I'm not trying to give people credit, but I'm saying that underneath that whole today's phenomenon, which is what you're talking about, is the old phenomenon of, well, we're really doing a lot of this very quickly. Now, of course, the exchanges today are not all in person, they're electronic. So that, that takes away that calculus, like looking at a person. And I'm not saying that, that, that I want somebody swearing and dropping F-bombs. So let me and, ask you this. Oh, no, 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 no. I have to, I have to ask okay. you this. Let's say somebody, somebody, when you were wearing the mohawk and you got your tattoos and let's say you didn't have a full roster of students. Let's say you had a partial roster of students, right? P 
people seeing you when they walk in, they're like, well, we have all these coaches, you know, Bob, Susie, whatever. I'm not going to name anybody, but you, and then we have this guy and they're like, uh, the guy with the Mohawk and the tattoos and the rings. No, I'm yeah, not he's gonna, not for me. He's sure. not for me. Yeah, I'm no, not going to, I'm not going to, but how would you feel about that? They've already made that decision. And, but let's say you don't have a full roster and you're a struggling coach. And now you're like, you're a struggling coach. Cause you're not a struggling coach. You have a full roster. What would you, how would you feel? What would you, would you feel like if it were me, I'd feel like, well, that's not fair. You're judging me without even knowing me. I'm a good kind hearted person. I don't think that. And I'm a, I don't think that. You don't okay. Put, I don't put yourself hold on. in the shoes of a struggling coach. I, I understand that. How but, would you but, feel? But I, I had to say something though. The these are like these words are like micro. They, they call them microaggressions. Okay. Right. So we talk about like so when someone says something that offends your belief system, uh-huh. or you misinterpret, right? As your meaning, what they're sure. say, let me say it differently. That when someone's saying something. Mm-hmm. That you misinterpret as attacking your belief system, right? You're then your anxiety goes up. Okay, and this is a phenomenon that's going on. So give a give with, an example. With, give with, an with example. Like Thirty year olds in debt. Give an example. Oh, I'll give you a personal example. Oh, okay. I had said to my son at one point, and I said, "Man up." Uh-huh. At one point, uh-huh. and we I forget what we were doing. We we're at we we're at uh, our band house, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and one of the people there was like. Uh, can, can we not say that? That I mean, that's really sexist. That's I mean, that makes like women weak. What? Yes. But you're talking to a little boy. Yes. And you're trying and to she's instill. Offend, and she was offended by it. Offended. And was like, listen, can we talk? That really, and she's in her 30s. And she's like. Well, what if we said woman up? <laughs> no, 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 hold on. What if it was and, your daughter and, and, I, and you said and, woman up? Would, and, she, and, would she have had the same reaction, you think? I don't know. And what oh. I said was, you don't know what that means. That's your interpretation Right. Of what I was saying, right? And I explained. Here we go. Now here's my here's what I teach my kids. Backed. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, and sure. then people can decide. So people had just got a microaggression from me saying, "I can't believe he just said man up." Here's here's what I teach my son. Right. Here's what a man does. Right. He holds a door for a woman. He helps around the house. He folds laundry. He doesn't emotionally act out because he's a little upset, which is what he was doing. So I always say, guys, supersonic Sullivans, man up, woman up. I do say that, right? Girl up, bring it together because you're a boy. This is how a man in our family works. It's not, hey, we watch football, man, and and I I make the money. It's like, guys don't cry. I actually say to my son, it's good to cry. It's good to let it out. Right. I cry at movies. Like it's a. I want you to feel your emotions. So, what her interpretation of man up right. is not mine, but I have to change. But and she wasn't willing to listen to what. And this is a problem also. Right. I can use whatever I want to use. Well, because your your response was potentially chipping away at her belief. And, and she, was, she was not willing to have her belief chipped away. I'm not but, defending her. Which she wasn't in the conversation. Right. See, you get what I'm saying? Dude, people hear, right? People hear things. And, but I think that's interesting that, again, right? People becoming offended or interpreting things based on somebody else's experience and then applying to them and then being offended. Like, like how, just think what I just said, how I weird know. that is. I know, I know. It's a so, weird phenomenon. So, right, so the attorney were like, well, you know, like my dad used to hit everybody. 
So that's my experience, and that's my mom and I having this conversation, which actually has nothing to do with your experience. So if you had a great experience, good for you. Well, and I believe that part of the problem there is a lack of empathy. Because if you really were to hang in there, if you're an empathetic person, you'd hang in there and you'd be like, oh, geez. If you had a will to know. Is that if you right. had a will to know, right. a and, will to and, conquer. And you'd be like, and you'd be like, you'd lean in and you'd be like, oh, really? Oh, I'm so sorry if you're, did that happen to you or whatever? And not, not in a whatever, but just, I'm, geez, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And well, gosh, you know, I mean. Can, can I redefine? the will to conquer. Now here's another angle of it. Yeah. I think this is important. Uh-huh. Will to conquer can also be a will to defend. Ooh. So, like okay. So if you're offended by me saying man up or it's better than them getting hit mom, right? They're doing a lot better now and somebody gets offended. That's because that's bringing up emotions and anxiety in the person hearing it. And basically, they have so much anxiety that they need to protect themselves. So it's not just you. Everything that they hear is causing this anxiety because they're riddled with it. When you said that we didn't have that filter, we let it go or back in the day, old school. It, we was, more, it was more normal. We weren't riddled with anxiety. Right. So we were able to let those things go to see through and be like, you know what? Heart's in the right place. Although, you know, right? I have to say, I did have anxiety about that. So, like, if you're, we, I, there was anxiety back then. No, 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 I mean, no, 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 not even close to what's going on right now. Well, I don't, dude, I dude, we all have anxiety growing I, up as kids. I'm talking about like adults. Like we go back adults. to you, we go back to you getting the orange pair of pants from your mom, the, the orange stitch, the oh, orange man, stitch, super dark pants, and you knew, oh, man. if there was no problem, you would have worn those things just. Like to school, you'd have been like, well, okay, whatever. There was a banner on the outside of the school. Sully got super dark orange. So so let's not, let's not not try to pretend that there was no anxiety. No, no, but I didn't, I didn't say that. Mm -hmm. No, again, here we go. Well, you just said there's less. No, no. What I'm saying is people are riddled. Right. Kids are in therapy right. at 15, riddled with things. I have adults. That's because their the th- parents are ignoring them. And, <laughs> no, but it's not just kids, dude. Adults. Right. Listen, I have a family therapist. I've had, I've had there like whatever for my overexcitability. Every therapist is like, yeah, it's getting worse and worse. Right. Anxiety levels are off the chart. So can I ask you a question? Do you think, and this gets to one of the well, No, hold on, but you just did it. What? You just took something I said. Well, no, you know, I had anxiety growing up. That was solely on your personal experience of being in an abusive household. Of course you had anxiety. No, 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 no. no, no, no I'm on. talking about everybody had anxiety yes, to conform. I, everybody had anxiety. Which to- is not what I'm saying. That has nothing to do with what I just said. What I said was, and again, here we go, that now I have my microaggression because we have to clarify. You, what you keep doing is, when I make a point, you're like, well, let me be the other side of that. And you're like, listen. I let, try to do that too. I know, but it's annoying at some point because you don't let me finish and clarify. And I think that becomes confusing because when what happens is when someone's listening, mm-hmm. they're going to jump to what you said and stop listening to like, so, so hold on. Clarify again, your point. I'm, no, I'm going to clarify what we're saying now. So when we move forward with the podcast, it doesn't keep going like this because this is what happens. I'll say something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You come back and like, well, actually, you know, back when it was not much, you just took my point and moved it 
to the other, the pond to the other side. And now I can't finish my thought now because what you've done is you've split someone listening. A thought has to be completed and finished before you bring up your point. And then you can say, well, you know, but I think there was anxiety. Of course there was anxiety. My point was the levels of anxiety are so high that anything that is said sets somebody off. There's not like one, two, or three things that like, oh, my, my image or what I'm wearing is causing anxiety. Or we said in the last episode, oh, I'm on the court. I'm really nervous and a little anxious about how I look in it, on the court in front of people. Versus, did the guy in the car next to me just look at me at the stop sign? Did he give me that look? Oh my God, this person cut me off in the line at, at, at the supermarket. Oh, oh my God, oh my God. He, he, he said something about his mom. I, I can't, where every little thing is a full frontal attack on you. And that's the point. Not there, I didn't say there wasn't anxiety. I didn't say you didn't have some issues growing up or other people don't. We have to clarify these things. And when we don't take these things into account, when we don't take these into account, we cannot move forward. And the pendulum is swung so far in being PC. Where do we go? It has to swing back and it has to start somewhere. You know where it should start. In the facility. There you go. There, there's my rant. You mock me. I'm Give not, me a no, break. No, I'm not. I'm actually not. Give mocking me a break, you. mocker. I'm, I'm not mocking. Go home, mocker. I'm not mocking you. <laughs> I'm pouring my coffee right now. The guy who's always like no facility. So, uh, I think you know we can let's since this has been an interesting digression. <laughs> I think it's relevant to say the least. Um, so, uh, might as well let's kick into uh, one of the, one of the little things that I was going to talk about. You know, when we talk about anxieties and we, we talk about um, how this, how this, the interplay of this, and, and maybe we can bring it back to tennis. Um, one of the things I want to do is have like a court etiquette series. And so um, yesterday must have been a full moon because I had two massive examples of court etiquette, like slap me in the face, you know? And the growth side of me is like, wow, this was really good. <laughs> The old side of me would have been pissed as hell, but the growth new side of me is like, these are these your, your microaggressions. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were offended. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is I perfect. No, I didn't really have anxiety about it. I was just frustrated. So I can't say that I had anxiety. Like in the past when these, when these incursions occurred, I was not like, you know, like, Oh, I was like, wow, this is bull. You're on my court still. I was not like, oh, I was picked on as a child and my sister used to sit on my head and I couldn't have the seat in the dining room table and so I was really upset and now it's causing anxiety. No, I was like, get off my court. I paid for this time, jerk. So anyway, <laughs> um, maybe that's the, maybe so that's the title of this episode. So, so, so instead of getting offended, you get angry. You don't get anxious, you get angry. Wouldn't that be the, just the, the reverse of that? It's the exact same response. You're, you're still having a negative. Yeah, but I'm not worried about it. I'm no, just like, no, I let it off. I'm no, like, no, 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 no. If you, have a, if you have a response to it, though, you didn't let it off. It's, it's, not, a, it's not X. It's not, it has a, it's not zero. It, it, it brought out an emotion in you. Oh, sure. Anxiety is an emotion. Yeah. So you had an illicit response, which is, the, which is actually exactly what we're talking about. So go ahead. Get, let me hear it. Let's, what happened? 
for anybody who's listening, if you are part of a master's in psychology program and you are interested in reaching out to us for somebody who'd like to enter into one, I'll give you his information. Just let me. So this is the court etiquette thing. So uh, yesterday, and I feel I developed the perfect analogy for this. Are you ready? So here's the analogy. I want you to think about this and then I'm going to give you the example. Okay. It's, it's tantamount to you walking into your hotel room with your luggage in tow and your family and someone you enter in the room and someone is sitting on the bed and there's an other family members there and they're still packing up all of their clothes into the suitcases and you roll in and you're like, did I get the right room? And they're still sitting there and somebody's on the bed texting and somebody else is packing their suitcase and somebody else is going to the bathroom and you're like, wait a second, <laughs> did I get the right room here? Because they told me to go to room eight and I'm, I'm here, but uh, there's a bunch of people still packing up and everything. And then they say to you, hey, that's nice luggage. Where'd you get that? They don't say like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Is this your room? We overstayed. We're blah, blah, blah. We should get out of here right now. I really apologize. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I felt that that was a really good analogy um, because, and I can tell by your reaction. Your music. No, I'm, so, I, I wonder what happened on the court now. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the part, the court part. Now. So I'm, I, I'm actually listening very intently. Right okay. Now. All right. Uh, no, so no, no, you don't have to hit that. So, so I, I, I you know, hit the blue button. So no, I don't know. Hit the blue button. Blue button. What is the blue button? Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a better. Oh, I'm you've seeing... memorized the colors. Oh, I know Look the colors. I, I, should, I was thinking about putting a little piece of tape in no, there. No, 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 no. I got the colors down. I don't. But, I still don't. But, and but I'm, I'm waiting. See, now I'm like, okay, where is this going? Right. Okay. So so um, we had the court at 12. We show up at 12.10, 12.12. And please do not say these are tennies because these are not tennies. Okay, I'm not, I won't defend anybody. These, are, these are people. They're not, they're not like that. I can tell. But- there's a difference, but this woman is sitting, <laughs> sitting on the bench. She's sitting on the bench, cross legs with her. She's not even a player. It's, she's got these two teenage daughters. So everybody here is old enough to have a sense of self-awareness. All, everybody. This, you can't say, oh, these are little kids. They're seniors. They have dementia. <laughs> no chance. Okay. Don't, 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 don't even start. So I, I, I'm like, I walk out of the court and I've got my ball, my ball popper that I use to pick up balls. Right. Which is the greatest thing. The Tama. The, I, the, I, I will say, can I make can I just a quick digression? When I saw you with that thing, yeah. I was like that idiot. He's got a lug that I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I never sorry. knew you thought that. No, no, seriously. I was like, God, it looks like a scorpion. Right. Look at this. And then I, and then I'm ready. It gets better. You're, you'd be next to me. I'm like picking up balls for the four, 40,000th time in my life. And you're like, doo, 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 picking it all up. And you're done in 30 seconds. And I'm still like, oh, my left arm is killing from picking up so many balls all day. So the Tama is one of the greatest. And every club should just get that. Yeah. Right. So move on. Hey, Tama, sponsor us because we're throwing 
<laughs> you, you are, yeah, well, Tom is moving into other things. He's got Vortex Tennis, so he's doing rackets. He's creating his own racket line. Of course. Everything. And you know what? It probably picks California. up balls at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's like a vacuum. No, racket. he's. No, but if you it's talk a about. Vacuit. It's a no, vacuit. No, but, but if you talk <laughs> I've about. I've got the vacuit for you. <laughs> if you talk about math and science, he's really into the math and science of the game. And so he's really. Oh, selling, really? Yeah, he's really selling his racket line based on the math and the science rather than. Um, name brand you know what i mean like famous person recognition he's really well because probably he can't get anyone right now and he can't afford to pay somebody really famous so but he's really talking about his tennis racket and why it, it is in a science or math perspective better anyway no hold on. and it's it's is it tama Tama. I Tama see Tama. Like Tama. I'm Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's T O M O H O P P E R. And then like I Tama can. Hopper. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and not a lot of people sell it. It's a very obscure product. No, I want to look online and check it out. Yeah, but not a lot of people sell it. He used to sell it directly because he wanted to make the full the full kick. Yeah, but that's. Well, yeah, but but there is, I think, on court, off court sells it. They sell a lot of court equipment. But anyway. Okay, I'm going to check it out. So right, anyway, going. the point is that um, you kind of, and you do this. You stole my thunder. Oh, boo hoo. That was really you interesting. You stole my thunder, I and I'm now all upset about it. I made, Give me a break. I you stole my thunder, and that's fine. I'm a grown up. I micro. I can handle you. I microaggressed you. And I'm you sorry. did. I'm that, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm teasing. Sorry. So anyway, the point is, I, let's go back really quick to the analogy. The analogy was, if you imagine you've you're you're, you're excited, you're going to go into your hotel room, and, and now you go into your hotel room, and somebody's sitting on the bed texting, and then there's people still packing their clothes, and somebody's in the bathroom going to the bathroom, and you're like, did I get the right room? Did I get the right court? Whatever. So I walk into the court, and this woman is there and she's cross-legged she's got her she's got her phone and she's you know texting away she's doing whatever she's doing searching whatever I don't know. and her daughters one is over on this side of the court the other one's over on this side of the court and her daughters are just like they don't scramble they're just like walking around and then they're looking at their mom for the lead they're looking at the mom for the lead and what does mom do what's the first thing mom says to me what do you think what do you think she says to me any idea this, I feel like this is a game show now. What did the mom say? Dun, 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 what what, what dun, dun, did the person dun, dun, on the court say? Dun, dun, dun. And she, your answer will said, be... Oh, oh is, uh, is this your court? No. Oh, let me guess again. Let me oh, guess again. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, did, did, did we go over our time? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Oh, give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, well, and you should pick up the answer based on what I originally told you in my analysis. Oh, she said you, uh, she liked the bag. The, or, or the the hopper. What we just talked about. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, she says oh, to me. What's that? The opening line is exactly. The opening line is. Oh, what's that? The first things that she says to me. Versus, hold on. Versus appropriate would be. Hey, I'm so sorry. We're over our time. We're, we'll get girls. We got to go. Let's hurry up. Let's get rolling. And then on the way out, saying, "Hey, that's really cool. Can you just tell me what that is, real quick? That's an appropriate." Or hey. I'm sorry I overstayed, but can I ask yeah, you a quick question for a second while your yeah. boys your boys start playing? Can I ask you a question on the side? Because I don't want to distract. Is that okay? I, I know I'm in your hotel room right now. Our car broke down. I'm so sorry. We're, we're getting out right now. We'll be right out. Right. Yes, an appropriate response. That, so then. Okay. So she goes, hey, what's that? And, and this is I like, was polite. I didn't go all clawed. Okay. I was like, oh, I look at her and I go. And I would have thought that would have like signaled to her it's time to go. As my kids are like, and my kids, you know, I have little kids. So my kids are not, 
you know, even though they're my kids, so they have my spirit energy in them, my kids are still not going to come on and be like, hey, get your crap off the bench. Well, they shouldn't say that anyway. (laughs) Well, I understand. But but at 1210, when you're supposed to be off 10 minutes ago, that's like totally taking advantage of it. So anyway... She, she she proceeds to just continue texting with her with her legs crossed. What? Yeah, she no. continues. No, she continues to do that. And I'm like, I look at her and I go, I said, oh, it's a ball picker upper, for lack of a better phrase. I go, it's a ball picker upper. And so then I just go and I start doing my thing. I put my and I can't use the bench because she's got all of her stuff and she's on the bench. Whoa, and her, whoa, what are her girls doing? Her girls point? are standing by the ball hopper and they're kind of like, not even packing up their stuff. They're like. You know, kind of like, mom, what are we going to do here? Are we going to fight for this court? You can tell there was kind of that like tension. And and one of them, one of them was like, oh, and she took the ball and she just kind of gently chucked it into the hopper. And I was like, is this for real? Is this really happening? Is this really happening at this point? I was like, you yeah, are you? And so, but I just, you know, the new me, oh, you're working on like, it. I know you're working on it. No, it's like the new me is like, okay, well, I'm just going to go about my business. And, but the, the thing is, and the reason why I'm going to talk about this is because, no, 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 stop. Let's finish the story. Okay. So when did she get off? Well, so, so then my boys walk on and my boys are like, dad, dad, what is going on here? We can't put our stuff down, whatever. And I'm like, just, I'm like, just let's just focus. And it, and the energy was bad. You know, she wasn't like dark and whatever, but it was clearly like a will to conquer type situation. And we were walking right into it. And I had even said to the person at the desk, like, well, what should I do? They're still on the court. I mean, I know what to do, but I was like, they're like, well, just go in there and tell them, you know, it's your time. It is your time. I don't know why they're still there. And I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, I'm trying to be cool about the whole thing. And, um, so my kids are like, dad, what do we do? And I said, listen, just cause they almost had control of the cart too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're standing by the cart. So now it's awkward because it's like, okay, do I just go and grab the cart from them? But you know, yeah, I'm going to go grab the cart from them. So my kids start to play, but you can tell it's throwing my kids off. So then she proceeds while I'm still doing it. She's still sitting on the bench. Then she decides she's going to get up and then she decides. So in the meantime, I'm telling my kids, listen, just start. Let's do our warm up. Just start hitting back and forth. Just ignore everything and just keep going. They take their sweet time. I go into other parts of the court because I'm picking up loose balls that are in because our cart was short and I'm picking up loose balls that are in the hallway. I'll go around and I'll pick up loose balls because they come through the, yeah, yeah. the, so I pick up loose balls and I, and I do all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And, and, and I go, well, I come back, I'm walking back. And they're still packing up. And this is like three. They're now, it's 1218. And they're, now they're leaving. It's 1219. And I'm like, and they expect like the nod from me. Like the, oh, hey, have a good one. Or, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, I, I, it, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm listen. I, that, I don't even know what to say. So, so there's, there's, there's a, this shows the boys cannibal and bomber that there are people that are so ignorant and self-centered and um, just completely OTL. They had to be aware. They had to know well, what was well, going on. I know, but you know, you give people a lot of credit, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think a lot of people are OTL. That's my version of out to lunch. Right. And there's so, she's so, ra- but ready? She's now propagating that ignorance to the girls because they're saying that, they, and she, she said, 
that's rude. And here's the deal. Next, if they're on the court and you did that to them, would they have done the same, been like, oh, right? Or she'd be like, you know, this is our court that girls need to play. Right, like right. if I, let's reverse it. Let's flip right. it. And right. I was sitting on there and they came on and I said, <clears throat> I said, oh, hey, that's a cool bag. And I've still got my phone and I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's a cool bag. Where did you get that bag? How much was it? Next time they're there, you should just walk on their court and sit down and watch. Hey, I'm just going to sit here and watch. Is that cool? Oh, that would be, yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm sure that would set You off. know, I'm actually going to film your kids playing. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can you call the police yeah, on me? Girls, call yeah. the police on me. I'm not that adventurous. That's, that's, <clears throat> but don't. No, but, but I think. But that's. But, no, hold on. The sure. other, but the upside is, and I use this as an example. I yeah. point, and I know you do. I know you do this. You're really good about this. Boys. Don't be these people. Right. Don't like you don't always be, say don't be that guy. Don't, don't be, be that be those people, yeah. Well, those people, whatever, because they're rude. Right. They're they're self-centered, they're rude, right. they're ignorant, right. and they're not about the we. They're about the me. Yeah. They're not looking out for anybody but themselves and their own entertainment. Right. And beware of these people because they're the ones that will throw you under the bus. Right. That's it. And and so it's so we do the need situation these. is always geared to their favor. So if I were the holdover on their court they would be up in arms. If they're the holdover on my court, that's status quo. And so it's always in their favor. It's a situation that's always in their favor. And that is not the way it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to work that way. And and, no. and the reason why I bring this up is much more than a, a, a complaint session. The reason why I bring it up is because there will be people listening to this that are like, Okay, guys, whatever. You guys are just, just get on with it. Just, just move on. Just, just play the game, just whatever. But the reason why I bring it up is because, um, one, I think it's a great teaching moment if you have little kids. Two, I think it's a moment to reflect on who we are as people and who we want to be. But the third and most important reason I bring it up is because it sets a bad tone for your practice session and your match that you have to then figure out how do you shake it off? Because the truth is, you know, you deal with this sort of stuff all the time as a working pro, but you have certain, you have certain skill sets that you use to get people off. You have certain manipulative techniques that you practice that I've seen. Get off. <laughs> That's one. I like that one. No, you don't do that. Because I, I, know <laughs> I, know, I know you don't do that I'm a little because, more that. because you don't want to piss, you don't want to piss off potential clients or have people talking about. It. So you've got a real, you've got more of a delicate line to walk than I do. But the point is, is that it, how do you, cause the thing is, is in truth, it shakes my kids when it happens. It really shakes my kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, in other words, my kids were like, I could see it in their performance. Like normally okay, okay. if we're doing mini tennis right. at the net, Normally, they're more confident in their steps. So, so what did it create? Well, it created hitting the frames. What, it, it what, created did it, what did it create? Bad energy. And, what did it create? Keep going. Mistakes, bad keep, energy. Keep going. Uh, are you looking for me to answer something specific? Or we already said it. Give it. It created what in them? I guess you could say anxiety. Hit the button. Yellow it, button. Yes. Yellow yes, button. I guess it did create anxiety. Yeah. I guess so. Anxiety. It's so funny. I don't. I think of anxiety as worry and concern and a yes uh, a deep and yes. a deep a deep um insecurity about the self but in my kids and in us it just creates no. anger no where we're just like right because no wow. no that's the same thing 
You're a craphead. Anger comes from that. Oh. Because if they were, if they didn't have that little moment of anxiety, they would go out non Everything would be fine. It would be completely smooth. You wouldn't even re- react to it. Right? You get what I'm saying? And, and the things we, that's what I'm saying. We have to interpret anxiety is not just like, oh, I'm nervous. It, it, it elicits all these other emotions. Right. And so you're born. Almost like the woman at the beginning when you were talking about how she got mad at you for saying the man up comment that elicited some Which anger. Which had absolutely nothing to do with her. Right. But that elicited some anger in her. That was interesting. So that was a form of anxiety, right? Correct. Okay. And so, what happened, so your boy said, ready? Yeah. Performance anxiety in front of people that were sitting there watching. Right. So ready, I would argue for you, right. I would actually set up those scenarios, not take them away. Oh, yeah. I would actually say to the front desk person, hey, can you do me a favor? <laughs> On um, court seven, right. when they get off the court, can you ask them to walk onto our court? And just sit down, right? And have the boys play. No, so I'm not going to do the Richard Williams bus in a whole bunch of people to swear at my kids, so they're used to it. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, he was a hundred percent. Oh, right. I know. I think he was. A, I think he, he was, was. I think he was underrated. Oh, I, I don't take I, anything I away was, from him. I, I think, think he's he, a genius. Actually. I think he was underrated. Yeah, he he taught himself right how to coach and. But, but so, so this anxiety thing I think is really important because the thing is, is what we, what we, I really want to do is I didn't want to make it a complaint session or a, like, let's talk about this in so much detail. It makes people sick. I'm like, okay, these things are going to happen. How do you shake it off? And let me give you one other quick story. That's not entirely that court edit. Well, it is court etiquette and we can elaborate on it later, but one of the situations in a tournament happened where the mother was playing referee and freaked out and decided in the middle of a match with my kid and and her son that she was going to uh, play hockey mom and try to uh, referee the match <laughs> to a couple of eight-year-old kids and do this whole... And she calls my son. You, you know says, I'm cringing right she now, She says, right? dude, that was so out. No, the, she yeah, did I not. told you about this. Oh, no, I don't remember this. She tells you, she, she goes, she, dude, that was so out. And she's sitting right next to him. I want a shirt. Knew, I want a shirt. I want a shirt. Says, she knew, she knew that was, that was our son because we had been sitting near each other. And then when they got called up to play, so she knew and, and, and then she keeps going. She doesn't just stop at that. She's like, dude, that was so out. And my kid is like shaking a little bit of anxiety or whatever. And then uh, I'm trying to forget that. I'm trying to remember the sequence of events, but it was basically like, she says, dude, that was so out. And then um, uh, she says, she says to her son, then she says, you gotta, you gotta watch those lines. You gotta call him. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I look at her and I go, Hey, I said, Hey, you're not the ref. Okay. Stop. And she says, well, it's so obvious that it's out and your son is wrong or whatever. And I look at her and I go, go get the ref. And she looks at me and she goes, she goes, how dare you talk to me that way? I'm a woman. Oh, there we go. And I look at her and I go, I go, it has nothing to do with it. Go get the ref. You don't like the call. Go get the ref. Did she get the ref? 
Yeah, she did. And okay. she had a little she had a little pout storm walking over there. And then she had a little pout storm. She embarrassed everything. She embarrassed her kids. She embarrassed because she couldn't control herself. And my wife was ironically sitting right there. And my wife looks at her and goes, this has nothing to do with being a woman. You know, it's funny though. My it's, wife was qualified no, 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 at that no, no, point no, to talk no. about it, right? No, you're, 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 yeah, which is great, but your wife is funny. Your wife will actually criticize you for overreacting. So for the fact that she turned to her and goes, she had your, she knew a hundred percent you were right. I mean, that's, that's even better than when you get well, that. You know what it is? She doesn't like my approach to a lot of these things because she's, we're very different. And that's what that, in that regard, we're very different. And so she doesn't like my approach and she's much more reserved. And so, but anyway, no, so but this, when she speaks up, then, you know, like, oh, mic drop, here we go. It's way too far. Yeah. yeah. So, so this woman then goes and gets a ref and it becomes a whole thing. But the greater point I wanted to make was that her son won, which was so important. It was extremely important. Now, let me just tell you, it was a tight match. But the reason I believe her son won was because my son told me afterwards, he's like, dad, I just couldn't take it. He's like, it was too upset. It was too upsetting. It was too much. Like, and I, I was like, what's the big deal? You know, but there is a big deal because it created a performance anxiety in him where he's like, you know what? And we've seen this before and we'll talk about this in other episodes, but like when kids are cheating, you know, the kids are cheating and it creates a performance anxiety because you know that the other person's not playing fair and you're like, God, man. This is bull. How am I going to swim upstream for the next, you know, 10 games or whatever, just to try to win this, right? If I can even win this. And, but I would argue, and I know you're going to argue the same thing that it's good in the sense, cause you're going to have people like that and there's nothing you can do and you have to learn from it. But I, in this, I don't want to get too far afield from the court etiquette thing, but there's certain, the, one of the things I think that we have in tennis, it's a problem is we have a lack of people who are able to enforce this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't have, we, we it's not baseball where, where there's coaches and umpires and there's it's com- a the, league. The, the community has to enforce it. Right. And we have to, as one of our colleagues said, he said to me a while ago, he was like, Oh, if you don't follow the rules, the game falls apart. Well, he's not, he, and he wasn't just talking about the rules, but also he was talking about the, like the etiquette and the rooms because the game falls apart and he's right in the game. He's it, 100% it, it, it actually loses its flow, but it doesn't just lose its flow. It loses its attractiveness to people because people, and that is, that's one of the reasons it's not the reason, but it's one of the reasons this court etiquette thing is one of the reasons why you do see a dropout of kids in our sport because there isn't enough and people are going to sit there and say, well, you know, it's very expensive. It's very expensive to have all these people trying to enforce this stuff and do all this stuff. You know, it could be in that regard in that way, but there's also ways to do it in other ways. You can buy banners that state the rules and you can put those banners up at every match or every whatever. And the banner is a pull-out banner and it's an eight foot tall banner. And it says, we respect one another. We clean the court. We're off the court at on the time. Or if it's in a match, it's, we don't argue. Can we stop with the signs? Because hockey does that and the parents still are fighting. In the I stands. haven't seen that. Oh yeah. They have a whole like thing. And Parents are still fighting in the stands. Well, I'm trying to it's, come up with an economical no, no, solution. No, 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 but stop. I, I got it. You don't need to get, you, again, you ready? It's it's, it's like that song. Signs, signs, everywhere are signs. Blocking up the scenery, right? It's like, 
we can't keep putting signs up because here's the deal. If you don't read them and you don't believe in them, I get that it. sign is a sign. That's it's fine. Like, That's it's fine. Like, oh, it was it's just like a, a suggestion. Like, no, no, I know. You don't have to beat the horse bloody. No, I'm going to beat the bloody because okay. they keep putting up signs by my house because I live in a park. No parking. Okay, so what would be your suggestion? That we teach group enforcement. Right. So when you're in a class right. and, it, and you start this younger and somebody acts a certain way, you bring everybody together and you say, listen, this person just acted like this. Yeah. We don't do this in tennis. This is not appropriate. And oh, so you make an example of somebody. Absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, no. The yeah. collective needs to say no. Yeah, it's interesting because I've been to tournaments. I've been to several tournaments where the tournament director was really good. And the tournament director at the outset, um, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because you'd think it was like yellow ball level, level two, one or two, and blah, blah. We're talking like, we're talking, dude, we're talking like, orange ball and green dot tournaments for like seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. That's exactly when you do it. Okay. I get it. But I just, I'm still stunned that that would, but, but they were really, a couple of them were really good and they spent the first 20 minutes. Once they had all the parents and everybody had registered, they were like, let me explain this. This is a learning process. This is not a competition process. And then they went through a whole thing. Like if you disagree with something, there will be referees wandering the court. They, your, your son or daughter, raise your racket. Like they, they, they explained a lot of this stuff and they were very good. The thing they didn't do. And I think that's the next level. That's the you smashing the, the old school wooden racket on the ground is, and that's going to be hard. To do an exam. And, I, and here's be, how you do it. Your sure. parents are not going to like this. Right. The players are not going to like it initially. Right. You stop the entire tournament. Well, wait, hold on. I think you should warn them that this could be a possibility that you're willing. I think the, you back up one step. I think you warn them at the beginning of the tournament that if this happens, it will happen. And we are not, we will, we will make an example of somebody. So what we do, ready? We have the circle or we have the court, center court. So a kid's like, he's cheating, he's cheating, and bad line calls. And then what you do, you bring everybody over to the center court. You, you stop, stop finish your point, everywhere. finish your point. Write maybe, down your score. Write down and stop, come to the center court. Here's, yep. our, here's what's happening right now. Yeah. And then you go through, so. Oh, that's good. And you go through the entire infraction process. But doesn't this cut against, doesn't this cut against your whole anxiety thing? Aren't you then creating massive anxiety in that? No, kid because that what you you're out? Because what you're going to do then is you're holding people accountable for their behavior by by a group by a group think right. that says this behavior is unacceptable. Okay. So if you if you're doing that uh -huh. and you're acting in a way that is causing the game to break down. Yeah. Right? right. And we've seen that. We've yep. all seen that. Yeah. That you're going to have to have a council of your peers. I don't know. That's called a court of law. I get ah. it. I get it. I get and, it. But how so, do you. So yeah. you're, you're teaching them how to deal with this. So if you are someone that's going to lean, because here's something too. If we all make bad line calls. And so a kid could say, oh, I really thought that was out, which right. is a lot different from out. Because right. I got to win. You right. can tell. I think, and kids are smart. So a, a younger kid would say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I actually, you want to replay the point? Right. That's, that's not the kid you bring into the No, no. But what I'm saying though is that, so then you bring, but hold on. But the other kid is like, he's cheating, he's cheating. But then you bring him in front of the court of law 
in front of everybody at the tournament. And the other kid says, I, I actually thought it was out, but I, I offered to replay the point. And then we'd all say, well, if he was cheating, he wouldn't offer to replay the point. So just replay the point. Oh, oh okay. Well, maybe he wasn't cheating. Great. Then you move on right. because the kid apologized. And the best part about that circle is that every kid there got the message. Got the message and is like, okay, don't want to go in that circle. And to parents who yeah, are no, but like, they don't think that. You see, you've got it wrong also because I do this in my pirate camp. Okay, that is not what happens with kids. What do they think? They're listening, going, oh, okay. We've got it backwards. That's how the adult interprets it. Uh-huh. That is not what happens. The kid, I have, I have said. So what do the kids do? What do the kids think? They sit around and they go, oh yeah, that, that happened with, with Emily. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally understand what she did, so I'm not going to do that. They don't think like, oh, I don't want to go into the circle and. Blah, okay. Blah, blah. No, that's they're, cool. They're not that self aware at yeah. that point. No, no, no. I, unless, yeah, unless they are. Yeah. So when you have and don't, it's mm-hmm. not public shaming. We we have to get that out of it also. Yeah. It's the court of law that you're being brought before your peers, and you're doing it in a tournament atmosphere, in a training tournament atmosphere right. to get them to deal with. Right. So there's a couple things though. So that's one angle on getting people not to cheat or act a certain way. But let's be real. There are going to be people who are going to cheat the system. Humans do this. So you also need to do things where, yeah, it's unfair. You could work really, really hard. And yeah, you could make the most money for the company. But what if you get a but kid? But guess what? You don't get the promotion. What Why? You, because that's the owner's cousin or well, nephew. Oh, well, no, I Sorry. get it. That's clearly a, a, a hang up for you. I get it. But uh, I, <laughs> I, but what if you get a kid? What if you're in the circle? Because I really like this circle concept, circle in the court. What if you get a kid? Court of law. Court, well, okay, whatever. But I, I don't, I don't think we should be that. I think oh, it should oh, be a little. I think it'd be a little softer. It's a court I think, of etiquette. I think it should be a little court of etiquette. I think it should be a little softer. And I think it should be more like a a cross between a brain a brainstorming session, right? A, a like a let's a, like a teaching moment, a coaching moment, a brainstorming session where it's like okay, but yet it does carry consequences. So, but this circle. But what if you get a kid who's adamant, who's like. I told you he's cheating and this happened and blah, blah, blah. How do you right there? Ready? Yeah. That's the microaggression against somebody that won't have the conversation about intent. Okay. And so you're saying, but the way you're reacting Mm -hmm. and your anger and the way you're presenting this on the etiquette table, right. Is very like you're already looking for it, right? You're looking for an excuse of why you're, that's what this comes across at. Because if you're willing to have the conversation, right? if when someone's actually, and we're all listening right? calmly, mm-hmm. and I always say this to the supersonic Sullivans, I say, respond, try not to react. right? So if someone's reacting like that, in, in general, right. and that aggressively, right. there's something wrong with them. It's because dad's dad, mom or dad are upstairs going, yeah, yeah, right? No, right, right. And, and here's what happens though. You, people start raising their voice and I did it because earlier. mom and dad have attached their ego to, to the win or loss. Well, but you, but yeah. listen, I did it earlier in this episode. I was getting frustrated and it's like, I need you to pay attention. Yeah. Please. Can you just let me finish my thought so you can hear all of it? But what happens is when people can't hear your entire thought, 
they start jumping in and cutting off because they're reacting to the part that you said. Right. So if you have to, so now we're asking a young person who's yelling and screaming and, and, and huffing and puffing, right. you know, Captain Huffy Puffy is out there, Captain yeah. Huffy right. is out there and everyone's like, dude, calm down, just explain it and then let the person respond. Right. And then they'll say, okay, oh, well maybe I didn't need to do that. But you're, right. but you're setting this, this etiquette and these parameters of, of conduct and you're, but, Mo, but you're doing that. But then the other thing you're doing is you're, you're showing somebody that there's consequences and that you're willing to, you're willing to enforce it. You're willing to enforce the rule. And, and, and guess what happens mm. though also yeah. by stopping the tournament, yeah. you just stopped your play and everybody, everybody else's. <laughs> and then ready. And here's, and here, here is one that's like from dude, Hey dude. You know, I was totally up in that game when you did that, and now I just lost it because I lost my concentration. Thanks, right? And then guys like, uh, right, right. I had mom my momentum going in my game. I had the momentum on my side, and because and now, you acted that way, yeah. Now you flushed it. I mean, I, can I just tell you? <clears throat> so, excuse me. We had yeah. done a tournament, and my kids were there. I think it was Green Dot. I don't remember. But anyway, it was late into the evening and it was like 1030 <laughs> a Sunday night. I hate these tournaments. I'll just tell you. And because of the way that they, it's, there's no, there's probably better ways to do them. But anyway, so my kid, one of my kids ends up winning and it was a real battle and it was fine. It was good for him. But then on the girl's side, so my kid gets the trophy and then it and then the girl winner of the girl turn tournament or game comes out and the guy who did the he did the presentation 20 minute presentation before this about aggression and fairness and you know line calls and raise your racket and we'll have people in the court he did his best i mean he did 20 minute talk at the beginning of this which is like outstanding which is amazing just, <clears throat> i commend yeah. this person absolutely. and he's in a weird position right because he's a tournament director so i the usta has some very quirky rules on this like you're a tournament director but if you're a tournament director you can't also be a ref or i don't i don't really understand i don't really know but anyway afterwards he was clearly he had seen what he didn't like meaning cheating and he he was really mad and he had the parent was standing there and and i i made us stay <laughs> my kids were hungry but i was like no we're gonna stay and listen to what this guy has to say because i wanted them to hear it and he was he he tried his best he couldn't point the finger but he was like both girls were there and he was like you know this was not a good example of a fair tennis play that I saw today. The problem is, is that wow. were they both, <clears throat> were they both acting that way? I think it was very obvious. There was one that was doing way, way more. It's usually the case. And but, then the other one was is, responding. The other one to is it? it's yeah. The other one is not, that's not her MO, but she's stuck in a situation with somebody like that. And now she's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> do I cheat back? Do I whatever? Yep. So anyway, he he was like this was not fair and whatever and the mother was just silent just you know didn't say anything didn't argue but was silent it didn't matter and it was and it was to the point where he was so neutral that i couldn't figure out which girl it was because he was so neutral but the girl that walked home with the trophy it was very obvious that she had cheated her way through to the trophy right 
and she had the taller trophy, which my son had the boy version and she had the taller trophy and it was a thing. And she was walking to the car and they were speaking another language. And, um, it was very obvious. Then the girl got put in the back seat with her trophy and the whole thing. And it was like, the prize is coming home. You know what I mean? And I was like, that is not good etiquette, but it's also not good for the game because there's but it's also be not kids. good messaging either. Right. There's going to, right. It's, it's sending you win at all costs. And it's also, there's, there's going to be kids. My kids aren't going to be those kids, but there's going to be kids that she plays in the future that are like, mommy, I just don't want to play anymore. And now we've lost somebody for the game. Could be a club player, could be whatever. I mean, I don't know. They could end up being a college player, whatever. But we've lost somebody for the game. Well, don't and you that's the real shame of this whole thing is that ultimately, the lack of inf- the lack of the awareness, the aggressiveness, the cheating, the any of these things are really people. They're hurting the game. Well, the, these are the these are the hold on. This is these are the microaggressions, and over time. Right, so you deal with it once or twice. And you're like, okay, whatever, that's that person. Right, but if it but if it becomes prevalent and it happens a lot, you're like, why am I doing this? What's the point of doing something where everybody's cheating? Or and you know, here's one too, like, or not even just cheating. But no, 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 no. But but here's one, like like the ball thing. Oh, do you need a ball? Then they rip it across the other side of the court as hard as they can, and you're like, well, I wouldn't stand for that. If anybody did that, I that would not. No, but people, do. I see adults do it sometimes. I'm like. Do you even get that? That's like then you're making the person walk to the corner and wasting your. It just doesn't make any sense. And like things are like feed the ball so it like bounces so it gets right. You right. wait for the. They're picking up a ball. Here's. Do you need another one? Right. Sure. And I feed one more, and then I but I feed it over so it bounces right to themselves so they can catch it. Yeah. So we can keep the game moving. Right. Right. So here's. I had two thoughts on what you just said. We have. And here's what I think people are going to call us out on. We yeah. talk about the syst- we talk about systems, but we do need systems and we need to find how to work, how to not I mean this is really difficult, right? We know that we need systems, but we also need a system that's flexible. So when we say systems, I want to be clear here. When we're talking like a club or a facility, is that what you're talking about? That that's a system. And then there's a coaching system. And then there's a playing system. And then there's a playing system. Uh, right. Com- okay. Competition system. And in mm-hmm. all and, and, and there's systems in society. We talked about like sure. business. We just talked in the last podcast about businesses and having their group think. Yeah. And then they have a good get or good or bad group think. Yeah. And then you have their system and how they do things, how they've systematized that group think. Right. But in that system, uh, systemization, uh, that they're incapable of, of change, or they get to that they're ed- resistant to they're, it, right? Because they're worried about that edge of infinity. Yeah. And this thing has been has been going on in tennis forever, yeah, right? So there's, I think, two things need to happen here okay. within this system, right? You, uh, you can't say, um, you know, you, you don't shake it off if you don't practice it. So you can't say, so, well, what do I do? The answer isn't to make everybody PC. Right. The, the, that's, this is what we're trying to do. Right. We're trying to make everybody be the, exactly the same and follow the exact same rules. Right. But the problem is that's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So... We need to practice 
to that to happen. I'm, I'm not kidding. So like with Bomber and Cannibal, they need to be put into situations a lot yeah. because this is going to happen at the higher levels. It's, it's actually worse. Yeah. So if anything, you should thank that person for being on your court and saying, Hey, next time, can you be equally as rude? And when we come out and just kind of maybe like, Bring your lunch or your dinner, and you could eat out here. Yeah, and but have you a know, okay, so a but, couple but things. You, I think you're right. But no, this one. But if you imagine no, if you had said that, she'd have been like, "No, I know." But if if you had said that, she'd have been like, she would be offended that you thought she was rude, even though she was rude. I just had to say that. No, you you are correct on that. Absolutely. <laughs> so I can't believe he spoke to me like that. Well, hold on here. But there's the live omission. Yeah. But you were 20 minutes into his time on your phone. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, you know, I was saving the world. Everybody, I mean, no, everybody stays over. It's Everybody does it. No, yeah. I know. Just then get started. So. Or as you said, everybody's pressed for time. Everybody wants more time. Right, right, even in there. So, we want everyone. Um, see, I lost my whole train of thought here. I can't no, even, you didn't. You wrote I, it down. I did. Oh, the skills to deal with it. That was it. We want them to have these skills to deal with it. Right. So, and we just say deal with it. <laughs> right, but we have to create the, this. Those. So we need again a training thing. No, no, no. I don't want to say training thing. But we can't just have a knee jerk reaction when these things happen. That is a learning thing. So instead of you getting upset right. or anybody getting upset, right, we have to say, listen, we have to model it. These people exist, right, and I have to show you need to model it. I need <clears throat> to model it, right. And what happens though is if we can. So that it's twofold though, because we have to model that because you need to focus in the sport, yeah. you should be able to perform at the same level, right. whether you're distracted or not. Right. And shame on you because guess what? When you're in a major tournament, someone's screaming at you and saying obscenities or whatever they want to do to rattle your cage because they're actually rooting for the other player that's going to make money right. for their family and their sure. insurance. Sure. And you can't, oh, but someone's sitting on the bench and you can't handle it. Sorry, wrong sport. It's going to happen. Right. Um, so there's that. But you can't throw out, okay, well, there's no etiquette either. So there's, there's this weird balance of, but we also need a group think of, you really shouldn't do this. Whereas, yes, this is going to happen once in a while, yeah. but the group think mentality is unacceptable <clears throat> and that provides pressure. So I was yeah. just reading again. I'm still, I've been digesting this book for a year and a, a year now. Yeah. It's the closing of the American mind. I think you love, you revel in the fact that you read slowly. No, no, this is just, this book is, of it. no, this guy is so smart. I, I just have to take my time reading it. Sure. I read one chapter and I'm like, I just need to sit on this for a month or Better two. Better go on the book's already 40 years old. Go ahead. It's 83 is what it's from. Right, but so but he's Alan 40. Bloom. Sorry, Alan Bloom. 37. I've referenced it before in, in my other podcast yeah. and it's called Closing the American Mind. Yeah. And he says that people are inherently selfish. Yeah. The re, but ready? And this is interesting. I think this pertains exactly to what we're talking about. Okay. They're, the reason people follow laws mm -hmm. is because they're inherently selfish and they want to protect their stuff. Right. But the only way they, they don't want to be punished. No. But in order to respect, they want you to respect their stuff. They need to follow the same laws that respect yours. So because they want their stuff protected, they need to offer you the exact same thing 
back, which is other. why I don't want somebody cutting me off and speeding on, on the expressway. Well, if they do, they get a ticket. Well, guess what? You can't do that either. Oh, got it. Okay, so we all fall in line. Yeah. There's your system. The system is to keep everybody protecting their stuff. So if you go from that angle. You mean off the Bible, do unto others as they would do unto you? That's exactly right. Okay. Because, you're, because you're protecting your stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're protecting your game, your integrity, your points on the court. So if you want that honored and protected, mm. you need to offer the exact same thing back to your opponents. Right. And if you don't- But that's where the disconnect comes in because I don't uh, think, I, I, I'm convinced that these people, first of all, don't think they're doing anything wrong. They wanna believe they're not doing anything wrong, uh, etiquette wise. And so I th I, they wanna believe they're not doing anything wrong. And, which, which is why the group has, the group calls out and says, right. this is- Ultimately, yeah. A communal violation. Right. We don't act like this. Tennis right. players do not do this. Right. Just like in the, again, back to the military. Right. This is how we do things. Right. Don't like it. Don't be in it. Right. And I think that kids will gravitate towards sports because what, because then what you're doing is you're creating a community that supports one another and a particular kind of behavior. Right. And you will weed out people like You're that. You're setting boundaries. Or change. And kids love boundaries. But I think, I'll be honest with you, if you do it young enough, and and I don't mean like, this should be a... Yeah. And, and for, you don't need a sign. Because again, if you don't read... <laughs> listen, if you don't sit down and read it and actually think about it, uh -huh. something, in, you know, that's when someone says, oh, well, I read that book. I read that like two days. Right. Okay. Well, do you remember chapter thirteen on the fourth? You know, on the third page of the fourth paragraph. Yeah. Do you, well, I mean, I, I read it. There's one thing about like consuming it, and then actually, you and my Yale friend would get along. Just implementation, smashingly. He believes that you should never underline or do anything that, if you're truly into a book, you would not need to do any of that. No, I disagree with that. I do. I actually do that. Yeah. You know why? No, I know. I know. So why. I can grab it off the book and yeah. off the shelf. And then when I open it up again, because I revisit my books. In his mind, you should have, you should know that. I'm going to mess that book You should up. know it intimately. I'm going to mess Intimately. That That's why my mark's all over it. Okay. Skulls. Right. Highlight pencil markers. I annotate the margins. There's your will to conquer. No, it's the will, no, that's my will to just like, to know. I'm going to conquer that guy, that yeah. book, those ideas. I'm going to conquer this and I'm going to get there and put skulls all over it. You know what? I think this was good. I didn't really want to talk about this. No, but I think it's went full circle. <laughs> I know you know. We, we never end up talking about what we want to talk about. Well, but I think that this is important that I'm perfect. We break this. <laughs> we, we started talking about my aggressions and people misinterpreting things. Right. And holding yourself accountable. And, and also and watch the little smoke come up over your head as well, you were well, well, relating your story, which I don't blame you. Thank you. The man up thing. Right. Yeah. But we have to not only hold, and this, ready? It was really tough, and I have to say this, it must have been tough because you got your kid there. <laughs> and it's like, he, even if he didn't understand what she was saying, or he didn't understand, he understood enough that it was not questioning your parent authority, but it was like, wow, is my dad really a jerk? Or is my dad this, or is my dad that? And you're like, no, no, not at all. It's And she should have been mature enough to be like, controlling herself when you have anxiety you can't control yourself yeah i guess so you have to protect yourself i guess so yeah so 
if you want people to be held accountable for their behavior right. in life and right. on the court, mm-hmm. you also need to hold yourself accountable. It's not a one-way street. Right. And that's But what, I think a lot of people think they're holding themselves accountable and they're not. And the only way to do that, and right. I, I'm going to leave you with, with one more story. Is that okay? Yeah. So I was in this uh, Zoom meeting with a bunch of people and I made a comment. It was four. Uh, four. And we were, no, there was five of us. There was five of us, sorry. Yeah. And I made a comment to a person that I know in the Zoom meeting. And they started getting like, did you just, did you just say I'm not authentic? <laughs> and, and, and I said, and, and I said, that's not what I said. But let's be fair. You probably said it. You're, I didn't if, even mention if we're not doing this. You're inauthentic or something. You often no, no, I was just, no, I, I was just giving a story oh. and they were like, are you saying that I'm not authentic? <laughs> and I said that, I said, that's not what I, that's not what I said. And then they said, well, that's what I heard. And then two people said, that's not what he said. Not even close. And then one person had to reinterpret it for them. That's a problem. Right. Because that person is 100% on edge, riddled with anxiety. Yeah. Messed up. And you're like, so you can't, there is no conversation with that person. That person has to be held accountable by a group think mentality that says no and has to then things need to be reinterpreted. Now that person, ready, goes through life misinterpreting everything. How do you reach somebody like that? How is that person going to be productive moving forward if everything they hear is misinterpreted? What do you do? So you need a group think to hold them accountable to that, that will, but re- that's that I, I'm just going to say this. I, I agree. That I, needs to be reframed. I agree with you. I agree with you. But then in the context, we have to help people put this into a framework. So, so in the, cause the problem is in the tennis club, you have people coming and going constantly. So it has to be the staff. It has to be somebody who's regularly there. That's the system. Yes. Who can yes. reinforce that? Because they understand that. Because the problem is, it's like at some level, a tennis club is like a bus terminal. <laughs> you have people coming in, they get, you know, they get a sandwich, they get a sandwich, they board their bus, they're on their bus for two hours or an hour and a half, and then they leave and they're done. You know, it's like a bus terminal. It's not, um, it's not a Zoom meeting, right? And so we have to give people the tools to be able to, like, how are we going to do this? And frankly, you know, it's like mask reinforcement. You know, you talk about signs, but in this moment of time with this COVID thing, the signs are helping employees because they were in the awkward position in the store of confronting people who refuse to wear a mask. They're in the with other people. And so that was very difficult for a lot of employees. So those signs helped because it basically said, if you come in here, you have to wear a mask, no ifs, ands, or buts. And if you don't, you, you're going to be asked to leave. And so it put it took some of the pressure off the employees of having to be enforcers of this stuff. I witnessed it firsthand. So I think it's going to be difficult at some level. We have to figure out how we help people if they're going to be in charge of doing this or whatever, how we do it and that the club stands behind it. 
because it's almost like a retail store. You know, when someone flips out or someone whatever, and then the manager has to come by and the manager's like, you know, hold on, excuse me, you know what I mean? Like, and people are in an awkward situation. You know what I mean? Like I took my kids over to a local little restaurant and when they were like two <laughs> and they were running up and down the aisles of a closed area, the clo- the area was closed. No one was in that area. They were just running up and down. They were being little kids. So this guy who's with his daughter, he's in the main part. And my kids were being a little bit loud, but it's late at night. It's like nine o'clock at night at the local thing. And he's the only people, we're the only people in there with him and his daughter. And he, he's like a super big guy. He's like almost seven feet tall. And he's like, you know, two pushing 250, 300. And he just, he just lit off at me. You know what I mean? He, he was pissed. He was like, do you mind? I'm having to have a conversation with my daughter here. And he's having all this stuff. And, and I was like, dude, they're little kids. Can you just give me a break? It's middle of winter. I'm trying to have them run around. You know what I mean? You're, you know, come on. And it, 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 it evolved into a heated exchange and it was a really heated exchange. And then it puts the people there. The point is not to focus on me. The point is it puts people there. Like the manager came over and was like, all right, everybody, let's just calm down. And, and I was like, he's, he's swearing at my kids. I'm like, I'm going to call the police. What's going on here? This is crazy. And he's like, I understand. So he asked them to leave. The guy refused to leave. He had a big hissy fit. The thing is, the point I'm trying to make is not to talk about me and my story. The point is like at it's it people it can get weird. So we we have to you can we can say that and I think it's a wonderful idea. We have to be sure that there's people that stand behind it and there's teeth behind it so that if it gets weird Well, I think you just said that though, that in that instance so did he leave eventually or did you guys leave? We left. That's the right call. Yeah. Right. But again, he because was. Because who knows? A guy could get totally violent and weird. Right. But and then like, but, well, yeah. what does that show to his daughter versus. He won. He won. He, right, he won. acting like that. She. Yeah. yeah she. Yeah. He got to. He got to. Yeah, there we go. He got to bully yeah. people. He got to do whatever he wanted to do. Isn't that cheating? Yeah. And it, isn't that cheating? Yeah. And the problem is, is that the manager is in an awkward position because he doesn't want to offend clients. He doesn't want to, he wants to diffuse the situation. It's a weird, actually ready. I would have asked both of you to leave. There you go. Sorry. You, both of you guys, you have to leave now. This is, right. this is inappropriate. It's disruptive to the uh, restaurant. I don't care who's there. You guys can right. both leave now because this is not the way to go. And go. then, and then what that shows is you just gave everybody a tool group think and i think it's but you said something to and the mass thing and i because I, I was poo-pooing the sign thing I, I you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna recant okay you're allowed to my son well no because i'm thinking about what you said i'm not just like making an opinion I, and, and i actually go back and listen to episodes so i'm like do do i still think that you right. know and and so i will revisit that that's why i wanted to kind of bring up this accountability thing because i think it's important the sign thing, yes, if you can back it up. If, like you said, if it has teeth. So right. we, it's it's really nice to put up a sign and say that. But to shut something so ready, and again, I'm not bagging on hockey, but they're notorious for, you know. Hockey. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> hockey. Not me. I know, that's my whatever. So 
So they are notorious for what? This this etiquette thing from parents in the stands. But why have they had to do that? Because but it still doesn't work. I know the low tolerance thing doesn't work because they still do it. I know. Like there's still police cars showing up. It's. I mean, it's ridiculous. Are there really? Oh, it's ridiculous. Seriously. Yes. I don't know. I don't go to these things. I don't know. I'm in tennis. It's a little more because here's one. Ready? There's police cars that are showing up. Oh man, it's 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 ridiculous ridiculous okay so, and right and the, there's a problem and there is a group think on that also uh-huh. within the sport what they but want the police car to show <laughs> I, I, they just can't control themselves oh, so okay. here's one then uh-huh. the minute i'm not talking about the players yeah i'm talking about the parents i know the i know i know that you should the game's over right what what you just yelled at another parent right lights go off Game's over. Everybody stops. You're right. But, 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 no, you can't right. do that. So actually the inaction, the inaction here is giving permission for this behavior to continue. But if you took direct action, it's, it blunts the behavior and it sends a message. This is not acceptable. This does not happen. And we will shut the game down again. We don't care. Immediately. We'll call we'll call it a well in tennis it's a default, but or whatever. We'll, whatever it is in hockey. I don't know. We'll 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 zero out the score. Both teams have lost, and that's it. We're Tur- not even gonna tournament's <clears throat> over. Right. Tur- tournament's over. Right. We've had two on the same person, two people saying in round two that you this person's been cheating. Sorry right. guys, the whole thing is shut down. Right. But 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 we paid. Right. Sorry. Right. Don't cheat. Well, you gotta set that out at the beginning. No, no, no I, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. That's yeah. ah. Put like it in writing. You sign it. You yeah. sign that your kid is not going to cheat. Right. You sign that you're not going to cheat. Right. And you're going to do this. And if there's multiple people complaining about it, right. The whole thing is going to same with the hockey thing. That's got to happen. You know. Pull. Yeah. Because here's the deal. What, what What are we trying to do? Right. What are we trying to teach? Anybody. Right. That that the ends justify are we a, a Machiavellian society where it doesn't matter how I got there. The fact is that I got there and I'm a winner. Right. And there's gonna be people and I don't get upset. There's gonna be people I'm giving a counterpoint. Okay. So that we can I, I try to figure out objections so that we can address them now because people are gonna have objections when they hear this. There's gonna be people that say you're taking the fun out of the game. Okay. There's going to be people who say you and your rules and you're shutting down the game. You're taking the fun out of the game. So cheating, but cheating, but cheating is upsetting you. So why would that be taking the fun out of the game? Here, let me give you an example of taking the fun. Okay. In in hockey, arguably you could sit there and say, and I, I probably would do this because I actually did. We were, and we had finished a match and we were over at your facility. And so we went and saw, we snuck in on a late night and we saw a high school match. And I literally saw my wife's alma mater was there and I literally saw this guy. It was clear that everybody was there from our local high school and nobody was really there. Even the parents from her local high school. And I saw these two kids from our high school, big boys come up on this guy who had the puck. And it was very obvious. They both went right at him from different angles right at him they tag teamed this guy and they smashed him against the boards and he was pissed and i don't blame him you're not trying to take the puck at that point you're trying to inflict pain inflict pain you're trying to do harm and what message does that send he was pissed he literally 
and this was the bizarrest part to be in the stands, to be a neutral party and to witness this whole thing was he literally, he dropped his stick and he pulled out his fists and he started smacking these guys, smacking these guys. And the parents of the high school that these kids were from our high school up here that had done this, they were screaming, hey, protect our kids, ref, ref, protect our kids. It's a two to one, right? (laughs) And I was like, are you insane? Your kids just went at and smashed this kid against the boards. And for anybody who's going to argue and sit there and say, well, you don't know what happened before that. Maybe that kid had done something. Listen, it doesn't matter. Even if that kid had done something, you got to stop that behavior at some point, right? And I would argue that that's the point where, because what happened was the ref skated over, blew the whistle, gave everybody like a thing. And somebody's going to sit there and say, well, you're taking the fun out. We want to see, is that really fun? Is that really fun? You know, you can sit there and say, well, that's the fun of hockey, I guess at some level. But I don't think that boy who got slammed, who got tag team slammed into the boards was having fun. That's not really what he signed up for. He signed up for chasing down the puck and trying to get the puck and shoot the puck into the net. And the two that checked him into that? Yeah. That's based on anger, not based on sportsmanship. Right? There, there, there's, or skill. There's, there's a, right? Or strategy it, or anything. And again, I told you, I love watching hockey. I'm not banging on hockey. Yeah, I, I love hockey watch, too. I love watching hockey. Yeah, I love hockey too. Um, go Islanders. But would you shut down? Yes. The st- Me- immediately, you, and I okay. would explain why. You blow the whistle. The this, you blow the whistle. This is not a check. Right. This 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 is the Hanson brothers from Slapshot, and we don't do that anymore. Right. We don't do this anymore in the sport. The sport is elevated right. beyond goon and squad. No matter how pissed goon, this off, is a goon squad. No matter how pissed off the parents are. No nope. matter how much they want to rail on the refs on Facebook. No matter how much they want to scream and get on Insta and all this stuff. It's like look. This was the agreement we signed up for. If this kind of behavior happens, we're shutting the whole thing down and both teams are getting zeroed for the game. That's it. And then what will happen is they can all complain about it. Yeah, which they will. And everybody ready? Hold <laughs> they will. People complaining about wearing the masks are now wearing it. That's the whole point, right? Again, whether you agree with it or not, I'm just using an example. I, I know. They're, they're, they are falling in line because there's enforcement now. Get out. <clears throat> Get out of the store. But I right. need to put the mask on. I don't. Oh, this is stupid. This is, they're, as they're saying this is stupid, they're putting it on. And interestingly right? enough, I think that other people that are that are there, other parents, even if they're from that same high school and other people that are in the stands, I think secretly they're breathing a sigh of relief. But there's a group because they're like, yeah. thank God <clears throat> that someone did this, because I even if they're from that team. I think those parents, some of those parents, the good, the good people in there, and I think there's more of them than we know. They, but they're just not willing to speak up because these other people are so loud and so you know obnoxious, and this is the way it's going to go. That I think they're breathing a sigh of relief, and I think they're like, thank God that happened, and they're not going to probably even say that to their kid. I hope they do, because I think that that would shift the tide without being PC. It's not about being PC. When you're slamming, when you're tag team slamming, checking somebody into the boards because he's got the puck coming at him from different angles, that's not strategy. That's not good sportsmanship. That's that's your that's your acting out of your aggressions or whatever. And people say, well, that's hockey. 
No, it's not. I mean, that's not really the, what the people signed up for the sport. But the but but the point is that like you having the circle that you established or shutting this down, it's an agreement. And it's like, look, this is what's going to happen. Now, on the tennis club, and this is where we wrap it up, on the tennis club, how do you do that? Do you tell, because you're not going to shut the whole tennis club down because on a day-to-day basis, somebody was acting in a, you know, breaking etiquette or whatever. How do you, do you just tell both parties to leave immediately or do you uh, so, so taking the, forget that tournament? Or it's just, just saying like in day, general, to day, day, day to day. Yeah. Well, I think you, you've, well, there'd be fines, right? Okay. So, and I've, and I've had people who have had a permanent court time and this, this is, this has been going on for two years and it finally stopped where these guys would just be changing their clothes on the court as I'm bringing my drill out and they're still there fight. And finally it was, I finally said, Hey, can you guys do me a favor? You know, they're paying for the, you telling me this is their, and time. they were upset that you were and confronting they, and them. They kept doing it. Yeah. And finally I said, guys, you got to get off. And then they and got I did, really, I did say but then like they that. got really mad at you. And then I went to this, then I went to my mat and then they had a email the mat right. So here we go with this whole thing. Right. But if you all do, because they weren't willing to like compromise and it's yeah, not, not even compromise. Their, There's compromise. ready. Hold on. Yeah. There are signs everywhere that says mind the court time. Don't, don't play over your time. Right. You finish your point and then get off. But just as a human being, I mean, it's obvious you're over on someone's court time and you're staying there. That's a will to conquer. That's a control. That's a controlling thing. But I'm also the ready, but I'm also the guy that if my class is late, I will say, no, 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 no. Finish your game. This is going well. I'm not the one that's like, oh, my time, I'm out. If right. my students aren't there, right. I'm, I, and then they show up, I'll say, I'm letting them finish the game. You were late. Now you got to wait. Right. right? Like right. that's the way that works. Right. So again, there is a give and take. Right. But mm-hmm. when we have this, so w- with something like that, you've got to then say, listen, we've had multiple complaints at this time. We're going to fine you now $200. And right. again, ready? Finding a professional athlete and it's in the rules and it's in the rules. It's set up. It's set up right away when you sign up for your membership at the club or whatever that if you do this and you also make people aware, so it's not just buried in three pages of legalese, you make people aware, here's the basics. If you do these types of behaviors, you'll get fined. And, and so here's a good thing and a bad thing. And I, I know we can wrap it up. We also now, because of insurance purposes, which most clubs do now, film everything. Everything's recorded when you're on the court. Okay, so the, the sad part about that is everything's recorded on the court. Right. I think that's horrible that we, we can't trust people. Right. Right, that, that there are more people doing bad things than good things. That's, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. And, but on the upside, here we go. There you are. 10 minutes over your time. Got it. It's like when you get that, I didn't blow that light at Irving Park. Right. And then also you get in the mail and it's like, right. your car is in the right. middle of the intersection and it's like, light it up. And you're like, oh, that was my car blowing the red light. Right. I, I thought I had that. No, you didn't. Just own it, right? But there's this thing of ready accountability, right? And we so I we but sh- underneath it, there's an element of desperation. There's some element of desperation that you feel that you need. I mean, it may be just be that you're late and you're trying to get somewhere, so you blow the light. But there's also a desperation, like you feel you need to have more court time, or you feel like you should have. You know what I mean? There's a certain like 
maybe it's not desperation, but it's maybe it's justification or maybe it's just personal desire. I don't know what it is, but there's certain elements that are operating underneath that, that you kind of have to just get over. Like this is the time we've gotten and we're just going to get off. Right? But we all have to hold everybody accountable. Right. And tournaments, clubs, Right. And tennis players. Right. And there's ways we can do it. Not being aggressive. That are not super confrontational, but Correct. yet like, look, this is this is what's going on. This is the way to change that. Hey man. I Sorry, I know I got a little I got a little huffy Captain Huffy Puffy. You definitely yeah, yeah, rocked I, your body I, and your body. And my body and my body. <laughs> I rocked my my emotional my emotional muscle. You I did like freaking you did, out a little bit. Did. This was, I but I think better. this is important to talk about though, because it goes on. This yeah. happens all the time. And well, and it's and ultimately, see, I don't like to sit there and say it's creating anxiety. I think it's just creating frustration. Th- like that's anxiety. You, okay, fine. But that's for anxiety. you, for you, and for me, we both run into these situations where we're frustrated after having these exchanges. And really, what we also have to do is forget the enforcement. That's that, I not forget it. That's important. But I think we also have to figure out ways in which we can all try to figure that stuff out. Because but it's, it's not. But, it, but make clear though. It's not going to be fixed. It's going to be monitored. Yeah. And then we also need to teach younger people that when it cannot be monitored, right. how they can monitor it themselves and still be successful. Well, and that's why with this whole going back to the situation with this whole thing with her sitting on the court as we're walking on all sort of stuff, I said to the boys, just, you know, you just got to practice as you can. And then after they had gone, I said, you know what? We're really lucky they did that. I said that we're really lucky because... They showed us what not to do, and I said, "I said, frankly, we—that's a great example, and and we need to learn to practice even under those circumstances." And that's exactly—that's great. That's exactly what should happen. But that took a lot of growth. That took a lot of time. I did not. I did <laughs> not. That did not happen overnight. I am not. I know. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Okay. Hit the yellow button. I rocked my brain. No, you rocked my brain. All for me. Rock my body. Tennis rockets. Bye.